welcome the Concordia Center for Spiritual Living. We are a New Thought spiritual community in Rhode Island that's dedicated to practical spirituality and activities that can empower you to create a life of abundance, health, joy, and meaning. As you listen to this recording of a recent talk given at the center, please know that wherever you are on your spiritual path, we are knowing God's highest and best for you. Well, it is a new month, new month, new theme, new topic. And I am feeling passionate mm. about this topic this month. You know, each month, so our, our, our theme for, or overall theme for the year is about us living our authentic life out loud, living out loud. And so each month this year, we have been exploring the different domains and areas of our life to support us in doing exactly that, living our authentic truth, truth out loud taking responsibility for ourselves while allowing others to take responsibility for who they are and having compassion for those on their path but staying in our own lane, but yet speaking our truth, letting our voices be heard. And so we've been exploring each month these different ideas to support us in doing that. And we started this year with renewing our intention to do and to be that, to live out loud to ground ourselves on the truth of who we are as, as spiritual beings, having a spiritual experience on this physical plane, and rebooting our intention to live in principle and from principle. And that's what we did in January. All right, we're starting out. And what are we starting on? We're starting back at the, at the foundations, the, the roots and the truth of who we are. And then leaning forward into that desire to live out loud, we have cultivated uh, and, and have, have um, stoked our superpower of curiosity, becoming interested. And in what is this thing? Who am I? What is it that I desire? What do I long for? What does love in me seek to demonstrate in the world? Who do I need to become in order to be the change that I'm seeking in the world? And so we brought curiosity into that. And we've examined with that curiosity the means and methods in order to cultivate authenticity and vulnerability, some of the necessities of us living out loud. In order to be seen, we have to be vulnerable. Right? Because vulnerability is when we're dropping the mask and letting the all of us be seen. I, I just get the image, you know, of I have Luna. Many of you have heard about her numerous times, this little French. Well, we've got a couple of dogs, but Luna's very special. A uh, little French bulldog. She doesn't ask for permission of forgiveness. <laughs> and she doesn't care. <laughs> She wants what she wants, a little bulldog, you know, and she's going for it. But there's those times when she just rolls over on her bed, even with her, you know, with her bulldog exterior, she'll roll over and show her belly. She will be vulnerable and expose those soft parts of her. 
and invite you in. And that's what, in our vulnerability, we're inviting people to, to get to know us, to hear us, to see us. But that takes practice, and so we've explored that this year. So what do we need in order to do that, to be authentic and, and vulnerable? And then if by exploring our inner life, so what is that that is wanting to be seen and expressed? We took some time to, oh, to, to dive deep, to dive deep into our inner life and to become intimate again with those parts of us that we love as well as those parts that we may not care for so much. To find the light in the shadow to realize that we are the light in those shadows. And those shadows are in fact the, the, the places that are calling to us to learn about ourselves even in a deeper way. And so here exploring and doing our shadow work, we have, this year we have, have made room at the table for all the parts of us to be seen and heard. All of the parts. And in, in June, we, we discussed how self-care is the work. So here, with that which is wanting to be seen and heard, then self-care is the work, which means that we, as almost as our own parents, parenting ourselves, taking responsibility for the garden that is our life that we've been entrusted with, to ensure that, that we have what the resources that we need to thrive and flourish. That's what self-care is about. It's about making sure that, just as a parent makes sure that their child has, oh, wait, wait a second, let little Bobby through. You know, where's, where's Bobby's piece of cake? <laughs> you, know? you know what I'm talking about? A parent looks and makes sure that their child has what they need, and, and it's our responsibility through self-care to ensure that we have what we need to thrive and flourish and as we talked about last month from that place, being cared for and tended to, we're ready, ready, ready to speak the truth to circumstances. And this month, we are, with this new topic, examining what is wanting to be seen and heard. What is wanting to be expressed out loud? And that is our theme this month of my passion, my purpose. You know, let me ask you a question. What did you dream about um, becoming when you were a child? If I were to ask your five-year-old self, that little part of you, that knew what you wanted to be when you grew up, that had its own passions and interests and just couldn't, you know, just was so thrilled and excited by this, that, or the other. What, what, what did you want to be when you grew up? Do, do we have any dancers in the room? I know we've got some dancers, but, but any, as a, as, as a child, if you ask yourself, what do you want to be? I want to, I want to dance. What else? What were some of the passions that, uh, as children? A teacher. A teacher. A teacher. Pilot. A what is it? Pilot. A pilot. Oh, nice. Yes, anyone else? Nurse. A nurse. To be caring and to giving. What did you say, Erica? A rapper. A rapper? <laughs> I can't do it. Yeah, I'm just, just going to pretend, you know. <laughs> you know, I was, I was looking this past week through, it was last week. What was it, Kim? 
A what? A, a fighter? Yeah. Ah, nice. Well, you still study Brazilian. Don't you do that? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. A fighter. Yeah. Oh, all of us had, all of us as children, we had that part of us that knew that, that we had our, our passionate interest and, and curiosity. You know, I was looking at a, um, I have a lot of the family memorabilia and pictures and all of that. My mother passed when I was young, and so I sort of became the, 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 the holder of the, the relics, so to speak. You know, all of the pictures and, and uh, little doodads. And I was going through a scrapbook that I had from kindergarten through the sixth grade. And, it's a, and it, is a, it's a, it was a spiral-bound book, and there were pockets for each year. And each year, there was me as a kid filling out my name, how much I weighed, what was my school, what classes I had, my friends, my teachers, my hobbies, and what I wanted to be when I grew up. And I was looking at all of these different things. I have report cards and, and all sorts of little things, little pens. And I'm a little bit of a sentimentalist. And I wanted to be a pastor. I was called into ministry as a kid. I was passionate about it. The whole world of community and, and being in, in, in church, and that's what it was growing up for me. It was a place we loved. It was a wonderful experience, and I wanted to be part of that and facilitate that. But myself, as well as many, it took a long time for me to get there, decades, and I'm one of the fortunate ones. Because not everybody ever finds their way to reconnect to the passion that they had as even children. You know, because what happens is along the way, many of us, our childhood interests sort of get tapped down. We get messages such as, you need to be realistic. <laughs> well, that's not going to make you any money. <laughs> And this can dim our creative light, our interest. And we wonder, you know, getting those messages and where, where rationality and practicality was, was taught to us, it's no wonder that there are so many people living their lives, walking around, wondering what they want to be when they grow up. And I'm talking decades into it, even, you know, the day before retirement. Gosh, what do I want to be when I grow up? Maybe when I retire, I can finally do that which I'm passionate about. What if, what if us tapping into those interests and those passions, that wonder, that imagination that connected us to life as children, what if us tapping into that can help us rediscover those passions and stoke them and bring them to life to realize our purpose? Because passion and purpose, as we're going to talk about throughout this month, are connected. And we're starting today with examining and awakening to our passion. I mean, do you remember as a kid? I do. I mean, I do. But the sheer exhilaration of just twirling around as if nobody could see you and nobody was paying any attention. I was a twirler. I was. I was, yes. And I skipped, too. I skipped. I was a skipper. You know, it was probably in middle school I realized that that might look odd. You know what I'm saying? 
I was in the parking lot at the mall, and I was just skipping down the thing, and I was just like, you know, I'm, I'm over five feet tall, and I wonder what that looks like. You know, I started to get self-conscious. You know, it's like, oh, they might be looking. There's like this, you know, this big guy skipping down the road with wild abandon. Or how about, you know, singing songs? Do you remember just that, just singing? Or maybe you do the singing at the top of your lungs. I'm singing. You know, just belting it out, not caring. I was a whistler and a hummer, too. That's, uh... Or how about making those mud pies? Anybody make pies or just, yes, there we go. Oh, I know. And then, yeah, and that deserved to be, you remember just the imagination and just, oh, I'm going I'm to get a blue ribbon for this. I'm going to get a blue ribbon for this. All of these things, all of this, this aliveness as children have before we became, became realistic. <laughs> we explored life with curiosity and wonder. Life was wonderful. Because we were full of wonder. We were passionate. And we still are if we can get out of the way. You know, Dolly Parton wisely said, she says, find out who you are and do it on purpose. You know, what energizes you, what sparks that enthusiasm, that childlike enthusiasm, it reveals your true passions. It reveals that energy. It, it, it reveals that aliveness in us. And it is that passion and that aliveness that connects us to our authentic self. So we talk about living our authentic life out loud. The energy of our authentic self is one of passion. It's alive. I mean, think about your authentic self. When we say live your life out loud, when you think about that, do you see that as, as, as realistic, practical, somber? That's, that's, not, that's not the energy or vibration of living life out loud. Our passions connect us to our most authentic self. And our authentic self is who we are beyond the, 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 the limitation, the, the labels, the labels, and even the more labels. You know, in this month's Science of Mind magazine, uh, Dr. Andrea Earle, she beautifully shared, and I love this, if, if you have this month's magazine, check out her article in there. Um, and I believe it's entitled Passion and Purpose. But she wrote this, she said, passion is the fire within us, igniting our desires and fueling our purpose. She goes on to say, purpose is lived from the inside out. And focusing our passion will engage our purpose. So we're starting this month as we're examining, you know, so up to this point, as living out loud, we have made space, we've cleared the decks, and now we are beginning to move within and say, okay, what is, what is wanting to be let out? The simple and profound truth is our passions point to and ignite our life 
purpose. What we teach in Science of Mind is that each one of us are individualized expressions of that one life. How many of you have heard this? This is what we teach. Oneness, oneness, oneness. There's one power, one presence, one life. Call it spirit, source, divine intelligence. And in the eternal, everlasting beginning, it knew itself as us. And it made us of itself, because what else other than spirit, it being all that there is, what other than itself could it create us from? And so in our teaching, we teach that, that the light that is in us, the spark of who we are, the es our essence is that one life. It is that spirit. It is that spark. And it has been guiding us, it's been directing us, it's leading us. That highest part of us is leaning into our passions and is saying, come this way. This is where the energy is. This is where the life is. This is what you are called to. And here's what I want to remind you, friends, that it's never too late. You can't get too old. It's not possible to get too old in order to be able to still reignite that and tap into that. Doesn't matter the messages that you've been told of why not, or why you can't, or why you shouldn't. Why you shouldn't go skipping down the road. <laughs> None of that matters. Every moment we're in choice. And we can choose again in this moment to listen to listen to the aliveness that's just percolating, that's bubbling there, that's saying, oh, come play with me. I want to use as an example someone that we all know and admire, Oprah Winfrey. You know, Oprah Winfrey was passionate about speaking and performing in front of others and connecting with others. This was an interest that she had, even as a little child. And, and if you're familiar with Oprah's story, you would know that she grew up, she did not have a privileged childhood. Her childhood was one of trauma. It was one of abuse. It was one of challenges, and she was repeatedly told that she would never amount to anything. You know, the things that adults, you know, hurt people hurt people. Heal people help. She had some very hurt people in her life, and they told her, and maybe some of us, we've heard similar message, but you'll never amount to anything. But that didn't stop her. There was still that passion. There was still that interest that, that called to her. Maybe, maybe. And as a teenager, she won a public speaking contest which launched her career and, and helped her to get started. Even though she was shy, even though she had self-doubt, because of the messages that she had been told. 
And there was that part of her that, that believed those messages. And so she had to work with that part of her that believed, I'll never amount to anything. Who am I? I don't have a voice. But that wasn't all of her. It was one part of her. And she still felt called to overcome that shyness and to share her voice and talents with the world. And so despite the setbacks, despite the challenges, she got into the um, local news and finally the network television and, and she launched her iconic show at, at 32 years old. And look where she is now. She has remained authentic. She has bravely shared her struggles and challenges. She has inspired people, millions of people, to step into their power, to step into their passion. She's one of the most influential icons of our time. And her story, though, regardless of the messages that we received while we were younger, regardless of the obstacles that stand in our way, and her, being a black woman in America, she had some challenges. But that didn't stop her from tapping into the passion that was within her and listening and making space for that more than the voices outside of her. We can reawaken to our passion. Modern science confirms that activities such as, as daydreaming, improvisation, imaginative play, 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 which is one of our values. That these open and connect us to not just the, the, the left part of our brain, but they open us up to the creative side of us. They allow us to access the all of us. It's when we reconnect to our playful inner spirit that, that we are opening the floodgates of our imagination. And you know, and some and and you know, and maybe well, I don't think anybody here is um, uh, too serious. But we know people who may find themselves or think that, oh, you know, they you know they're too serious to examine those parts of themselves. But I know that's none of us here. We're open and willing. We're willing to reconnect and to let the floodgates of our imagination oh, draw us into a new life. You know, our vision here at Concordia and for Centers for Spiritual Living is a world that works for everyone. That's our vision. A world that works for everyone. And that includes us as individuals. Would you agree? I mean, who's in everyone? We are. We're in there. And so part of, I, I'm going to present this in a, in, in, in a little different way, but we have a responsibility to ourselves and others to reconnect to our passion, to reconnect to our imagination, because there are unique skills and abilities and things that only we can do. And if we're not letting our light shine, 
Oh, like that song. Oh, shine be glorious. When we are tapping into our inner imagination and that childlike spirit, then what we are doing is, is we are opening ourselves up to let that life in us out. And so we have a responsibility, I would say, to ourselves and to others in creating a world that works for everyone to ensure that that part of us that is full of passion, that's full of life, that, that, that childlike part that wants to come out and play, we have a responsibility to ourselves and others in creating a world that works to do this work. Squandering or hiding our light out of fear deprives the planet of our unique blessings which each of us came to share. And here's what happens, and this is what we will be unpacking through this month. It, when we reconnect to our child passions, these, these childhood passions, these interests, these things that light us up, and we maintain focus on them, we make space for them, it's very interesting how life begins to coalesce and to organize itself to create opportunities for us to be that. We may have been told, be practical, be realistic. What are you thinking about? Grow up. Stop your skipping. I feel like skipping down the other down the middle. <laughs> <No. laughs> But when we bring our attention to this passion and alert to it, then we are opening ourselves up to intuition, to nudge us, to guide us, to make the way clear, rather than us tied and, and to logic, which has its place, but it's only one part of the information for us about who we are. You know, many of, of the, those that we consider the brightest stars, the brightest stars in our history, those who've inspired us, those who we've looked up to, many of them, many of them are those who simply pursued the activities that interested them as children and they just never gave up. The Wright brothers, I mean, they spent their adult lives, and even as, you know, they, were, they, they had their job of, of fixing bicycles, but that wasn't their passion. Their passion was aviation. Started with their father bringing to them a, 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 little, a little wood and rubber band helicopter to play with that they took apart and tried to put back together again. How, did, how can we make that fly? Many of those that we, Steve Jobs, even Oprah Winfrey, the story I was just telling, those who continue to pursue their passion, those are the, the ones that inspire us the most. Those are the ones who call us into our own passion. I mean, it's true, not everyone is going to be interested or excited about what you're excited about. <laughs> It doesn't matter. What other people think about you is none of your business. 
What spirit stirs up in you is of value. And it is here on purpose. And it is inherently mean, meaningful and worthwhile, even if others don't appreciate it so much. Einstein reminds us that imagination is more important than knowledge. And so as we begin this month and throughout the month, begin to pay attention to your imagination. What would I love? What would be fun? What lights me up? If I didn't have to do this, what else would, might I be doing? Right? Our passions don't have to be glamorous or impressive, but it's about what brings us joy. We are here on purpose, and to be on purpose, our passions are that which lights the way. I'm going to close here this morning with a quote from Dr. Holmes. He says, let us feel that our purposes are animated and inspired from on high, and then let us go forth and make our dreams come true in human experience. Our passions are what connect us to our real self. Our passions are what connect us to the divine and to creative energy and forces that weave this universe together. And by us making the space and time to reignite that spark, we are putting ourselves on the path. We're putting ourselves on the path of creating a world that works for all. That inner child's waiting. It's waiting to dance. It's waiting to sing. It's waiting to play in the mud and, and yes, even twirl and skip. <laughs> I invite you to intentionally, throughout this month, listen, look for those sparks. Take time to imagine, daydream. What would I love? What would, if I was, if I didn't have to do this? That's, you know, as an adult, that might be an excess, that might be a question that could help access. If I didn't have to do this, what would I prefer to be doing? What sounds fun to me right now? So as we spend time exploring our, our passion and our purpose this month, Know this, that the freedom to express your passion, to be on purpose, is our birthright. It's our birthright. We don't need permission from anyone else. Are we willing to give the permission to ourselves and to say yes to that? Let us shine. Let us be glorious. Let us awaken to our passions and live our life out loud. Peace and love, everyone. Namaste. We hope that you enjoyed this audio recording. For more information about our center, please visit our website at www.concordiacsl.com. You can also visit us online at our Facebook page or our YouTube channel by searching for Concordia Center for Spiritual Living. If you're in the area, Come join us at one of our Sunday celebration services. We'd love to welcome you there. 
Namaste and blessings.